0: Hey, good morning, everyone. John here from Talk About That. Hey, you may notice we did not put out a regular episode on Monday of this week, and that is because um, I had a death in the family. My grandfather, Thomas Driver, it was 91. Um, went on to be with the Savior, and it's been uh, quite a week trying to uh, get all of our funeral arrangements done in the middle of COVID restrictions and those things. So uh, forgive us for not putting out a regular episode, but we're going to take this week off of regular talk about that. But we're excited to once again release to you something we do periodically, and that is a throwback episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy an older episode. we we'll talk about that, and maybe this will inspire you to go back through the annals of our catalog, uh, the back. Through about 120 episodes or so, and kind of see uh, what we've been talking about. Some ridiculous, some may be uh, helpful to you throughout the last several years. So, thank you guys every week for listening. It means a lot. And uh, here's a throwback episode. Well, happy Cyber Thursday, Johnny. What? What? Is it Cyber Thursday?
1: No, that's Cyber Monday. I
0: saw a thing today that said Cyber Thursday in one of my <laughs> many, many email threads. You just get to pick, I Cyber guess now. Thursday
1: is when Skynet takes over the becomes self aware.
0: <laughs> Are you going to do your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression now? Everyone no, has one, and they're all awful.
1: I won't do it. Yeah. I always think it's interesting that we're afraid of machines becoming self aware. I always wanted to do a sketch where machines become self conscious. Because we think machines would come, become – like they would become self-aware and they would immediately want to kill everybody. <laughs> right. Well, but I think when we become self-aware as right, humans, we get, we're get we worse. We're getting more yeah. neurotic. And what if a machine was like, do you think I'm fat? Like if a machine <laughs> began right. hating itself.
0: Yeah, why don't we assume
1: that it's going to be if negative? It gained,
0: if it gained it's such a – you know what, Johnny? It's such a, it's if such I give a, you
1: the missile codes, will you like me? That kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: It's such a testimony the way that we feel that human nature is superior. When in actuality, if a machine achieves some level of human nature, they'd be just like us. Well, we're, we're a
1: mess. Elon Musk, who's pretty, he's like the crazy. He's Mr. Burns he almost at this
0: point. He puts out the cologne, doesn't he?
1: No, that's a different thing. Oh, sorry, that's okay. Joe von Musk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he <laughs> shut it, down his tunnel in L.A. or something. Well, he's,
1: right? he's a stunt guy now. He's like a David right. Blaine at this point with billions of dollars and great idea. He has great ideas. But he's also, like...
0: But he's no longer with Tesla. He sold it or left it. I don't know what's going what, on. What happened?
1: I don't know. But I'm mean, we're speaking from a very in- unintelligent place. Sorry, but guys. What I was thinking, though, is, like, he's just this guy now who he has a bunch of ideas and he can put billions of dollars in. Some of them are really good ideas. Yeah. But it's just, like, I don't know. He's kind of a weirdo, too.
0: Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You know, I kind of feel like that people who do... Remarkable things that are memorable in this world have to have some level of weirdness to them. Like, do you think hanging out uh, with Thomas Edison would have been like a normal experience? Yeah, but I mean, it's weird. No when, way.
1: It's weird though when they're thin-skinned, though, because you go, "Well, you cre- you did great things," and I always imagine somebody who did great things have uh, a certain thing about them that I don't possess. And so, when you see him on Twitter, like backbiting with somebody, yeah. Elon Musk, you're just like.
0: Oh uh, no, he's just yeah.
1: a seventh-grade boy like all of us. Just yeah. scared.
0: Maybe he's a machine and became self-aware, bro. That's, that's what happened. That's,
1: he became. Oh, what I was going to say about Elon Musk. That's why I was getting Elon Musk. So one of the things he believes he's really invested in AI, artificial intelligence. So one of the reasons he's invested in it really heavy. And not that's,
0: Alan Iverson. No, that's a different that, thing. Okay. Don't invest in that. Get, get he's you. not going <laughs> to
1: help you. But uh, not a sponsor. But he believes. That artificial intelligence not only is coming, and it obviously it already is here to some degree, but he thinks it's the future. And his, I've literally read an article where he says we need to figure out a way. It's almost like he's saying we need to figure out a way to get on the machine's side <laughs> because they are going to be their own entity. And if we create enmity between us and them, between now and then, there could be an so world he doesn't scenario. Believe in
0: Skynet.
1: He believes in a Skynet scenario where we just need to be good. We need to really welcome our new overlords, basically. Wow. <laughs> so he's a little bit of a kook, but he could be right. Wow! Uh, and of course, he's a big life on other planets guy. He's you know he wants to do like manned missions to Mars and and populate other you know. He's like Howard Hughes condos on the moon. Yeah, there's I don't know. It's okay. And again, he's way smarter than me, so.
0: Jenny, we don't know that. Have you had a direct no, competition he's... with him of intelligence? No. No.
1: I bet I know more about, you know, uh, family ties trivia.
0: I bet you do. <laughs> you know, as you were saying, I was thinking of Computron. Do,
1: do you oh, right, right. episode from, from the office? The... <laughs> where, Computron. <laughs> where
0: they've got the, the investment banker from, yeah. so they call it, Sabre. That's a funny episode where they get bought out. Dunder Riffling gets bought out by Sabre. Yeah. But they they pronounce it Sabre.
1: So he's written a song. And they've written
0: a whole song. <laughs> Him and what's the and it's
1: uh, it's to party in the USA. Yeah. Andy Bernard's written the song, and so
0: and it's good actually. Like him, what's her name? Dunder Mifflin's
1: a division of Sabre, or so Dunder <laughs> Mifflin is a part of Sabre. So they realize they c- can't work. Like
0: as the guy walks in, he goes, "We're so excited <laughs> this partnership with Dunder Mifflin and saber And Michael goes, saber. "Sabre, Sabre, yes, Sabre, everyone." saber yes and
1: and you see andy holding the guitar like oh no he's doing the math in his head (laughs) it's so (laughs) So, great it really is i've been watching the last two seasons because we just watch it all the way through and then we just get to the last two seasons and everybody kind of like gave up on it once Carell left and i just think that it still holds up to me it's though it got really weirder and I just love those seasons because I like the ensemble cast. I like Michael Scott. Obviously, he's the glue. But I just feel like they let Dwight stretch his legs a little more and he got really weird. And then they, you got to explore the farm life and his weird family <laughs> more. And
0: I don't know, man. Uh, look, I, when I watch, and I watch almost every, at least every other night, I'll when we finish something and she's falling asleep, I'll turn on her office real low. You yeah. know, it's too, And they always inevitably scream towards the middle and end of the episode. I've noticed patterns.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of screaming. I was like, that's going to
0: wake up my wife, so I'll turn it off.
1: Or Andy punches the wall for the fifteenth time.
0: Something, yeah. But I just, when he left, man, I I struggled. Like they, it was almost as if they started bringing in stars. Okay, so I liked, I I liked it when Will Ferrell came in. But it was honestly stunning.
1: I did not like the Idris Elba episodes. The what? The 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 Idris Elba, the the first guy that they brought in, black guy that they brought in.
0: Yes, Uh, what's his name? I can't
1: remember his name, but the actor is Idris Elba. Idris Idris
0: I D R I S I think so. Wow. Yeah. And so you can't remember the normal name he had on the show, no. but you remember his, But he's a famous remember- actor. He's
1: been in a million things. Like he's
0: he's in a bunch of movies.
1: Yeah. Anyway, no, I can't remember the, the guy. But anyway, well, and now we're going to you know get he, people tweeting us and texting us. So he
0: was a normal guy though. That's what was so great. He was he was like exactly what you would truly expect if this was really a real thing. And his reaction to everybody you know, yeah. When he came out of what? A steel factory or a steel company or whatever? So. I don't
1: know. But I liked the idea of who's going to be the new boss and then bringing in the candidates. That was kind of a fun way to do it. But yeah, some of them were better than others. I didn't like him necessarily. Those episodes were, were weak uh, if you compare them to the, the whole, some of the whole. But I like the Will Ferrell two – the two-show arc that he was on Yeah, were really
0: funny. Well, when and they're sitting episodes. in the bar and they can't find each other yeah. and they're sitting next to each other talking to each other. Yeah, I'm waiting on someone. Me too. Like you know, this is ridiculous. How well,
1: and then we watched the finale last night. So, uh, two things. Well, we we watched the farm episode, uh, which I found out about because you know they were they they did a
0: spinoff for a while.
1: Well, they were or a pilot. They had a pilot for a spinoff, which it's basically called a backdoor pilot. They're going to be a midseason replacement, and they shot this push pilot for and it was going to be called Shrewd Farms. And so they took the footage and jokes and, and scenes from that, like 20 minutes of it, 15 minutes of it, and put it, made it an episode of The Office, which I didn't know that. So they make, it makes okay. total sense when you watch it now that you know he's standing there with the guy who they inherited the Ants Farm. Uh-huh. And they said, you know, well, who's going to take care of all this? And the music's playing in the background. It's like, I don't know. You'd be crazy to whatever. And they're putting this thing together of, how are these characters going to interact right. with each other going forward? And the one guy obviously ended up being doing, you don't know this show, but Silicon Valley is a huge HBO show, and that's the star of that show. So mm-hmm. he went on and did that show. Wow. But uh, anyway, that, that was because I saw an interview with uh, Rain Wilson, and he was talking about the why did the uh, spinoff not happen? And he said, well... Part of me was kind of bummed that it didn't get picked up, and then part of me was like, "I'm ready to get rid of this haircut and this yellow <laughs> shirt, and I'm ready to put this character to bed." Yeah. And if they, if it got picked up, then it's five more. It's like Frazier. It's like if it gets picked up, then you're just Dwight until you die, which he may be anyway. To be honest with I mean, you, what else has he been in? Not a lot, but yeah. I think he's made peace with it. You know, there's a contest. Okay, so he's he is several several charitable endeavors. He's very like interesting guy. Yeah. He's got a website that he started years ago, even – I think it might have been before the office when he was just an L.A. actor called Soul Pancake. So he's a very spiritual guy. He's Baha'i though. So Baha'i is like a – all right. ball beliefs are one, et cetera. Yeah. But he's a very spiritual guy. And so he has this charity called uh, – what is it called? Haiti? Something. It's, it's a Del, Del – I can't remember what it is. But it's something that with Haiti. L-I-D Haiti, I think. Anyway. So there's a site where you can uh, register for like to win content. It's like winning experiences with famous people, basically. But you register, and how much you give gets you so many entries, mm-hmm. and then they just draw a name at random with this computer algorithm. And if you've you know the thing, and so this one was to see the office set, like to t- Dwight Schrute, like Rain Wilson takes you. Is it on, still? It,
0: and they still have it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they still have the set. And it's in Pasadena somewhere, I think. So, and don't know if it didn't get burned up because that's a lot of, a lot of the movies that you saw that the MASH set. Wow. Uh, like the original show MASH, that set got burned up in the fires. Wow. It's been preserved forever. They they would take tours of it still. Mm. Anyway, it's gone. But anyway, so the office is still a thing. It's just this building on a set and so you he was going to take you on all these tours of the famous office scenes.
0: I mean, you know, they had a lot of things happen in the parking lot so mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was a real building. Yeah, it's bought. a real
1: building and a real yeah. parking lot. So, uh, there was like a live shot of it in the thing. And so I was like, but oh, it was often cool. snowing. So I referenced it. I don't know. Well, they can make that though, Wow! but I, they, they referenced, uh, but anyway, they, um, I, we re-entered the thing. I entered like, whatever, how many, I did like $75 and you get a, well, I'm not going to tell you what you get. There's <laughs> like a, cause it's one of Curry's presence, but you get like a little totem of something too. Wow. That he gives you just for entering at a certain level. But if they draw her name, then Curry gets to go fly out and see. Just Curry. Well, I don't know if you can take two people, but I'm hoping Surely. it would be two people. But if it's only one, I would let Curry go because she's like, Dwight's her favorite.
0: But nothing ever happens for one person. Johnny, even even That's, a, that's like a beautiful this. thing. It's a beautiful <laughs> sense know the community. Nothing
1: ever happens for one person. John Driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No. But yeah, I
1: mean, that, can you imagine, though? I mean, no. who knows? I mean, it's oh. probably going to be somebody that gave a lot of money or whatever, and that's fine. But uh, there were some levels of the prizes that were already taken because evidently it's been the contest has been going on for a month or so. Yeah. And I'm just on the very tail end of it, so some of the awards were gone. One of them was like uh, a signed bobblehead, like the actual Dwight bobblehead, and he wow. signs it. Wow. And it was like you could give like you know for three hundred dollars to get that. I was like, I would have done that. I would have totally done that. But it was that was oh, not it was man. already taken. There was only like ten of those available, and they they got taken. But
0: I love I love the. Uh, one of my favorite things that Jim ever did at Dwight was when he wraps his whole desk in Christmas wrapping. Oh, yeah. You know, he comes in.
1: But it's not real. Well, this, this will about, the this shape will of about
0: it. five seconds to get rid of, and he, and, I mean, and then, of course, he drops his briefcase uh, well, on the desk, in, yeah. and he sits in the chair, and it's all, literally, he has the paper just standing up, and he yeah. calls the guy so great. Yeah. That, that... It's a great show. It's probably the perfect show. I think it, I think it really because is.
1: Because it's the ensemble cast, like, you can every yeah I don't know even Kevin like what a perfect character Kevin is oh my is. goodness so great I want to meet Kevin that, I do too
0: I to see I want to see what he sounds like I think I've seen an interview with him and he's pretty normal you know they they have a lot of them their real names they they played themselves yeah. Creed mm-hmm. Bratton
1: yeah Angela it was Angela Kinsey
0: yeah they, they so they didn't mm-hmm. yeah I don't know it's very very interesting. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I, I think it'd be cool. and uh, But I, if we win that thing, though, I'm just telling you, it's going to be... Because
0: that's the thing, one time... Hey, if it's for two, look, I know... How right, you, you want me about, to? I know how you feel about Curry, but bro... Yeah. Come on, man. Well, you're, you're, I'm, I'm your guy. Here. Am I? No. Are you? No, but how much is it going to take? Just don't uh, tell her you won. She'll never know.
1: You could just enter yourself today, probably.
0: Yeah, I don't have $75
1: to spend on that. Well, that's what I was going to say is... One time Todd Hawkins asked me that we were on the bus on Tim's bus together and his brother was on the tour with us, which he rarely comes out. But he said, if money was no object, what would you do? Like, what would be your leisure thing? You know, what would you do? And I can't remember what I said. I, I was really like on the spot and I was just like, I don't know. But I think I know now what I would do. I would do like experiences like that. I would go travel and I would. I would – because if you didn't have – if money was on an object, you could just put yourself in the scenario to go meet these people or you could go visit your favorite places. Yeah. That's just so – you can't replace that. That's so cool.
0: But. Yeah, I would really – I do think about those scenarios. You know what's funny is all of my scenarios – and you're going to just laugh. Yeah. And I'm really working on this actually spiritually because I don't know what the implications are. But all of my like, oh, I got all the money that I could ever spend type scenarios. Yeah almost always end up with me on a cruise. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Like, I, when I think about it, I, when I think about, ooh, because I, to be honest with you, the best experience in my life, in my marriage, was our 10th anniversary cruise. It was, you know, a long cruise. It was celebrity cruise yeah. lines. It was awesome. Well, there are a bad
1: cruise experiences. I think you Correct. had a good cruise I, I, experience. And so. I, I had
0: another one that wasn't so great. You and I went on that same ship, by the way. Okay. Just not, remember that? We decided then to spend a lot less money for our fifteenth, and to see if we just okay, let's just go cruising. Maybe it's great. What did you do?
1: The carnival? We did
0: carnival, and it was like I don't know, yeah, Piccadilly of the Sea, or I don't know what they called it, but it was something. <laughs> Chicken and of the Sea, it, 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 and we got on, and I realized I took yeah. a cruise my junior year in high school with the school, yeah, and it was on this old ship. And I got on there, and it didn't happen until I got into the, the theater, and I realized this is the same this ship, is the same boat.
1: Well, they decorate them. They, it's it's like you can tell when you're on a boat. That's kind of the they've not updated it. It's still like the crushed velvet yeah. and neon.
0: Oh, that's what it was. All the the lettering was yeah. like
1: black. Everything's black lacquer.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> With like chrome.
0: Yes, very cheesy gold. You know yeah. stuff everywhere. And the food was not great. It's
1: like when you see a movie and then they show like a scene inside of like a seedy nightclub. Yes. That's what it feels like. It's just like that. It's like, I'm in this shady, ugh, did this get Purelled? Yeah.
0: And we had a good time, but it was like, okay, this is nothing like the first cruise. Right. But the first cruise was so great. Like it has not detracted, you know, me from... Yeah. Like I... I, I You know what I think you like about
1: the cruise, though, is you can't be reached.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a lot there. Let's unpack this. There's a... Let's see where it goes. I
1: think what, that's what you're really after is if you go far enough away, you have the excuse of, oh God, I'm sorry I missed you. I've been, in, I've been overseas. Sorry, I was an international seas. I couldn't. Yeah.
0: You know, the thing is, now that I really like love community in a different way than I used to, I yeah. do find that dream changing a little bit.
1: Like, now you want to think, take everybody with you. I don't you.
0: think in my dream I want to go away forever. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I have a forever. Like, what I have is, yeah. ooh. You know what I want? You know what? I, I told you this. What I want is when we reach 20 years of marriage, that's uh-huh. in like two years, I want to go away for 20 days. When I okay. reach 25, I want to go for 25. Right. you told me two, this. So every five. So, my gosh, when i am married 45 years, I mean, let's go away for 45 days. But I want to have the money to do that.
1: If you make it to 80 years, 80 days in a nursing Absolutely. home. And then you just, it's hospice <laughs> care, basically.
0: That's good. Oh, dear. No, what I, I do, I want to... So I do have this, but I am that introvert that likes to get away and recharge either alone or with my wife or my family. Now, some of my best trips have been to Disney with my kid, right? and I enjoy those. It doesn't have to all be restful, but I don't know. I'm a real recreate what was once great. That's hard because then you,
1: if it doesn't live up or yeah. if there's a bad day or something. i yeah.
0: our very first trip alone after our honeymoon was two years later, we went to Destin, and it was like... The trip It was actually where I, She first convinced me To read A Dave Ramsey book and I didn't want to do it And then I couldn't put it down And it like Opened up my eyes, and we began communicating about a lot of things about – because it's really not about money. It's really about th- your value systems. This, yeah. is, this is how you look at life. This is how you try to purchase happiness. This is how you try to mitigate what you're feeling by spending you know, irresponsibly right. this way. Or
1: impress somebody you don't even right. know, et cetera, with a new car or whatever. Yeah, yeah so it's
0: a whole lot more than just, oh, this is how to
1: do a budget. It's a weird book to read on a vacation now.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just so unorthodox. And we would walk the beach – for hours and talk, talk about
1: your envelopes. and made a new
0: yeah we made like a new life plan we came home got out of debt but we had never been more synergized but y'all don't still do the envelopes no we don't do envelopes anymore yeah uh because i know, I not mean, cash just doesn't i don't know I, I have a system that works through digital yeah. methodologies. but we came home and then so the next year we were going to um hmm, hilton head yeah and I was like, dude, it's going to be destined. You're to take
1: a lot of vacations. It's going to be destined. Like, you're just living the high life.
0: Listen, bro, you're on the road you're the exotic 1%. locations every day of your yeah, life. Yeah, whatever. Like dude. tomorrow, you're heading out to exotic Oregon. Central
1: Point, Oregon, <laughs> that you've never heard of. The weather's going to be fantastic. I'm in a plane for almost eight hours tomorrow.
0: I would love that. I could really use a plane ride for eight hours right now because no, I have a lot of riding to
1: yeah, do. Yeah, but I'm a big guy. I don't, plane rides aren't as fun for big Get
0: big an guys. exit row. Stretch out, bro.
1: You don't just get an exit row, John. They make you pay for it
0: pay for it what well, What are you making all this money for if not to ride in comfort <laughs>
1: that's true what if money was no object yeah then that's what you would do and i've reached that dream that's why i'm here with you so we
0: go to hilton head oh my gosh. and the weather turns awful it's like 50 degrees yeah we're in hoodies and my wife is all upset because she lo- she needs sunshine like she just can't go and i'm upset and i'm trying to recreate destin and that was what taught me that you can't go back and recreate what once was so Man. so i try not to johnny but so, oh, you got to let Hilton had be Hilton had. and stories are a bummer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me tell you the story because I'm going to forget if I don't tell you. So right. last night, <clears throat> I was, Curry's like, get off work. She's not been feeling well. She's like, when I get home, I just want to chill out. We've got our dog. One of our dogs has been, uh, we had to take him to the vet because he's not doing well. Like he's, something's wrong with him. So she's like, when we get home, I just want to stay home. I go, sure. Well, I was getting my iPad ready to go on the flight. So I'm loading up all these Netflix stuff to watch because it's a long flight, two long flights to get to Oregon. My, my iPad crashes. Oh. I can't get it to reboot. I'm like, I got to take this to all the way to Green Hills oh. to the Genius Bar. Wow, well, Green Hills the week after Thanksgiving. It's unbelievable. So she gets like it's in. it's backed up on a normal day. So she gets in drops her code. I go, we got to go to the Apple store. Oh, man. She's like, okay. So we'll get dinner while we're out there. So we go, we get into the Apple store and it's piled full of people. Obviously, I just figured they're just, it's a busy night for the Apple Store because it's always busy in there. And you know how it is now. It's just all stand-up desks. They don't even really have the Genius Bar. It's just they come to you and you're around these work tables. But It's like a Genius Pub table. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. So I go, well, I don't have just standing here, though. And they seem like they're in rows. Like they're making two, like a, you know, like when you're throwing rice at the bride and groom? Do you still do that? Well, no, they said that you shouldn't. They throw bird seed right. because the rice kills the birds. But I read that's a myth that uh-huh. rice does not kill. It doesn't swell up in their throats and they Because
0: there'd be no birds in like Asia if that were the case And like rice kills.
1: Well, maybe there's not though. Maybe there's an, Wow. how do we know? No, but I read that that's a myth and that we just – who knows who you – know, bird seed companies. They did it.
0: Bird seed companies have made a killing off of And whoever
1: makes those little lace, you know, things that you Gosh, tie up with ribbons. It's a conspiracy, rhythm. bro. I bet you there's a company that makes those little lace Russia, bird seed things. It was Russia. Who makes the lace bird seed things? Do you buy them or did you make them your own when you guys, when you and Laura did it?
0: You think you're gonna make your own bird seed, lacy whatever? Well, where would you buy them?
1: You oh, just buy them from a wedding supply, those supply wedding store. Wedding
0: supply things got everything. How
1: need. much were they a bag? I wonder. We need them. We Are you need to asking them me from
0: 18 years ago? We didn't, even, we didn't even use the internet hardly.
1: You by remember them. your cruise though? Oh, I remember the cruise. Okay. Anyway, so they're,
0: they're lined they're up like lines. that, and I'm like, well, this and is they're great. throwing rice, and then
1: the guy goes. Uh, I checked in and he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, have a seat over here. He goes, we'll be, he goes, just so you know, it's almost like he was giving me a trigger warning. He goes, just so you know, there'll be a loud applause soon and it'll, it'll dissipate, but there's going to be a really loud applause. I was like, okay. You had to ask. And then I noticed a big screen behind the people who are lined up in the front of the store. And I'm like, are there, there going to be like a keynote? Is like Tim Cook coming yeah. on the, I don't know what's going to happen. Cause I thought, well, they've already done the product announcements for this year. So then I sit down with Curry, and we're sitting at the table. I was like, we'll get dinner soon. I'm sorry this is taking so long. Then I heard this huge, like, people are roaring. It's like, who knows? I did not know what happened. I look up on the screen, and it's a picture of this dude, just a regular-looking dude. And he's wearing his Apple shirt. And then the guy emerges. He just walks out. And I swear to you, it's just a guy, just this guy. And I go, and then he's waving and then they keep clapping. It was one of those things where people didn't just clap and then stop. They clapped until he went down the line and hugged every last one of them. And it was probably 50 people. Jeez. And they're all still clapping and cheering between the claps. And and then he walked out. And then somebody was filming it as he got to the end of the row. And then they, he hugged that guy. Then they stood outside talking. Then everybody else stood around talking. And I noticed some of them had Apple shirts on. Some of them had, like, coats over. So I don't know. And I still... I don't know what it was. You didn't ask? I don't know why I didn't ask. What is wrong well, with you? Well, I was you? worried about my iPad, so he comes over. <laughs> the, finally, the guy comes over, and I told Kerr, I said, I bet you this is his last
0: day. Well, yeah, but. And that's what it we was. we all had last days and never had an exit, But I'm like saying, that. maybe what that's, how, do? Do that's how they do. Do you revolutionize the industry? Maybe that's
1: how they do at the Apple Store. Wow, what are we doing? So anybody that works at the Apple Store, which they really have, are geniuses, which we have some friends who have worked, like uh, Andrew Gomez worked at the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's their culture. If you work there, a certain, but this guy evidently was. Maybe he was the super genius, and he was like, "We're going to miss you, Dave." And he was retired, but he was not retirement age. But maybe Apple age is like you age out like at forty,
0: like a dog.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, that. Those it takes a toll dealing with people's computer <laughs> problems. So, so all that said. I, I was talking about last night with Craig. I go, we still don't know, and there's no way to find out what, who what was. But his face was – I'm talking about big as life on this movie-sized screen in the store. He walks out. He was like a rock star. Then he hugs a bunch of people, and then he left. And then he comes over, and I just immediately started. I like, well, here's what's going on with my iPad. I did not have the – I think I'm losing my curiosity. It hurts my feelings that I go, what kind of comedian would not would not just be like – what is happening here I told Chris I said he's retiring and I bet you what's ironic about this is this is immediately made it about me I go that's the one guy that could fix my iPad probably
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he knows the secret
0: I can't believe Johnny that you didn't have the wherewithal to ask
1: Like man if Jerry was here he could have fixed this but we can't and we... It's, it's, we need $150 from you <sighs> anyway so cut to we walk out you we go to a Cheesecake Factory we go to a Cheesecake Factory how did yeah. you know this Johnny I just I had a feeling that's where you go yeah so we end up there, and I don't—I've not been there in a long time. If you're going to spend an exorbitant
0: amount of money already at right. the Apple Store, you might as well head over
1: to Cheesecake. Yeah. Well, I didn't spend money. They—they're replacing it. It's under warranty. Okay. But I didn't have it, so I don't have an iPad for tomorrow, mm. which is a bummer. Oh my gosh! So just me staring at the back of a seat for
0: bro. They're called books. Your God. best friend writes them. Maybe a Dave Ramsey book.
1: <laughs> I've heard those are real romantic. <laughs> anyway, no. So we go to Cheesecake Factory. The guy comes up. He's an older guy. It's the same
0: guy that left the apple store.
1: He retired to do cheesecake. Wouldn't that be it? That'd be the story. Wow. I should have made it that. Yep. I'm not a good liar. Anyway, (laughs) so he comes up. He takes our order and he's really nice enough. We order whatever. Curry orders her food. He's kind of slow on on the, you know, so he's bringing us the stuff, but it's taking. I was like, well, they're busy. And then I go to the bathroom. I go, when I, when I get back, make sure I get a refill. Because it's one of those things where you come back from the bathroom and then your food's there. That's a great feeling. You know that feeling? Oh yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So I was like, I want that feeling. So I go to the bathroom. I come back. Food's not there. I go. Huh. Mm. And I kind of pass the guy. He's at the little station typing in other orders. He looks over me and gives me a look like
0: was I supposed to do something? Right. Oh no.
1: Then he walks over to our table. I'm telling you, it's been it's been 40 minutes. 30, oh. 30, 40 minutes. He goes <sighs> I thought he was going to say we're out of the chicken or whatever. You know how waiters will do that. I told you our ribs were amazing, but we don't have ribs. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. So instead he goes, I got to be real with you. I, I forgot to put in your order. Wow. He goes, I could have just, he said, this was my favorite part. He goes, I could have just blamed it on the kitchen, <laughs> but that's not the right thing to do. Wow. A, he goes, I'm a man of a certain age and I just forgot to put it in. I wow. go, and I was a little bit irritated. But again I'm just like whatever. I go he goes do you still want me to put it in? I go yeah and he goes and then we had to reorder cuz he could not remember what it was. <laughs> so it was like we had just arrived basically. We're just resetting.
0: He needs to start bringing f- you cheesecakes. While so, you and wait. I kept
1: waiting for him to say but this is on us. But he didn't say that. No. He just goes do you still want me to put it in? I go yeah and I thought well he's going to come back and say we're taking we're taking care of this. So then he comes back and he goes <laughs> After we put an order, he goes, uh, "Get you in the refill." Then he goes, "Just so you know, he goes, I really appreciate it, especially you know with it being the holiday season, the spirit of the season." So he's really greasing the oh, wheels I of like, "Thanks for taking one for the team here." Yeah. He goes, "But I would like to buy you a piece of cheesecake on me." And I was <laughs> like,
0: uh, "Okay, I'll let you do." That. We're going to spend seventy five dollars, and you are going right. to buy us a piece of cheesecake. So
1: I, oh, this is his, you know. And of course, then you get so full there; everything's so huge. Uh-huh. Then I didn't want cheesecake, but I go, "Let's get it to go." So he comes back. Curry gets a box, and I go, uh, "Let's do the gluten-free cheesecake." And he goes, "Well, we have two. And I go, "Oh, they have two gluten-free because really, basically, a gluten-free cheesecake is just crustless right. or, or whatever." So they said so we have the Godiva chocolate, and then we have like this mocha, choka, whatever, and it's <laughs> coffee. And I go, Ugh. "I thought well, I may have a bite of the mocha or the chocolate one, the Godiva one." So let's get that one. So Curry goes, "That's fine." So he brings it. You know, the the, the, the cheesecake people brought it from the other counter.
0: What do you mean by cheesecake people?
1: <laughs> the Oompa Loompas <laughs> over there are working. He's sang a little song. So he brings it and then she goes and then we still haven't got our bill. And then he brings, he goes, just whenever you're ready and he kinda of slides it over like very I was like, oh boy. And I still tipped him. I mean I was nice and I go, Well it's fine, you know, it's whatever. This he's having a hard night. I've had rough nights. I've only been good at one job in my life and this is it. Right. So I get it. <laughs> and so We get home, you know, and then Curry starts digging into really because she's that thing where she doesn't eat all of her food. But then when she gets home, she's like, "Ooh, food. She starts eating. again. So then we open this. She opens the cheese. She's on the other side of the room. She opens the cheesecake, and she goes, you're not going to believe this. I go, what? She goes, he gave us the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) He did us in one more time. Oh, wow. So uh, that
0: guy. But y'all couldn't eat it. Correction. Correction. She couldn't eat it.
1: No, she ate it, but it was the it was the coffee one.
0: Oh, she, so you, you
1: still coffee. got gluten free. Okay, we got okay. gluten free, but it was the one that we did not oh, want. Wow, would have been so good, I would have liked that. No, I don't. It just why would you want a bitter dessert,
0: Tony? Why are you a bitter person? Let's start there, because the truth is, I don't enough
1: bitterness. I don't. I need sweet desserts. Desserts supposed you to be sweet. can put
0: sweet things in coffee. I know, but you're it's supposed cool. to. If you like it that way.
1: But why not just eat things that are just sweet on top of sweet? We're why talking do you have to put sweet and bitter like... together?
0: No, 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 no. It wasn't a
1: coffee. It I was coffee that,
0: but grounds in your... It isn't grounds. Coffee is a good taste. Uh, like, all over the world, people enjoy it, but you. And you're arrogant. You're not arrogant. Not everybody
1: but me enjoys you coffee. You
0: are the one who has this down, and everyone, all, well, all the, the rest point of is, us are wrong.
1: the point is... Follow the crowd, bro. Here's what happened when he brought the thing, He goes... He goes, thanks so much. Oh, when he brought the bill, we didn't know yet that we had the wrong cheesecake. He goes, <laughs> he goes, um, well, thanks so much for your patience, and I really appreciate this. And, uh, you know, we will hope you'll come back um, and see us again before the Christmas, you know, before Christmas. And I wanted, I mean, I immediately <laughs> thought, well, it won't be long now. I mean, I, I almost said it, and then I thought, that's really <laughs> hateful. It's just yeah.
0: around the corner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look at oh, this. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. We haven't oh. missed it. Get the oh, biggest goose funny. in the window. But anyway, so that was a, it was a bad way. Sometimes you, I mean, I still show compassion, but somebody just go, that guy's not cut out for this job. And I had jobs like that. One time I worked at home Depot, there was a lady that came through and I was doing the whole, like, I have a very resting, angry face anyway. And this lady came through and I was just ringing people up just like a a automaton, not even paying attention. and And this lady like got on to me. She was like, excuse me. And she was like, it's not my job to make you happy with your job. I'm your customer right now. And I got so mad, you know, like at that, like, how dare she, you know? And I look back at that and I go, I needed that rebuke. She definitely was seeing that I was in, I was totally phoning it in. Wow. And, uh, so if you're out there, whoever mm-hmm. you are, strange lady who call screamed in. at me,
0: call you can, you can tweet at <laughs> Johnny underscore W and, um,
1: maybe she goes place to place and just does that to everybody right. in which case I take it back. But
0: it is hard because you want to go. The person who's willing to say that has a level of, like, look. If you really want to help somebody, yeah, then then is direct. Like, if you're in community with someone, go direct. That's great because they yeah. trust you. If you don't even know them, yeah. it's the best way, really, to just like absolutely. Because we wasn't stopping. Well, she's her
1: never going to see me again, and she has no. There's nothing going to happen to her if she right. She was like she reported me. She was
0: going to get what she was buying either way. Yeah. Now, if you were in the aisle and she needed you to help find a three-quarter inch yeah. drywall screw or something, and you were refusing and wouldn't right. talk to her, that's different. But you're literally checking out at the. Registry. Yeah, and it was just
1: I wasn't making eye contact with her, I guess, and I wasn't just I wasn't being I know cheery. I
0: appreciate that lady, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really. You appreciate, think that lady but,
1: was a problem? Uh, well, here's the thing. I read I see this about coaches all the time. I listen to a lot of sports talk radio, and they talk about good good coaches know that players are individuals and how to get the most out of each player so what do you think you are i remember travis wyrick when we were doing our studio record he was talking about that about how some people play better angry and they sing better angry so he would basically like try to egg them on yeah and be like no that sucks uh do it again knowing they'd be on edge and they would sing better of course he did a lot of like industrial and intense kind of music stuff too alternative music so he needed that for some of his acts and then some people if you say something negative it breaks them down and they have no confidence yeah so what do you think you are
0: well in the studio i was definitely the b yeah like if i i I can well we were
1: scared that was our first real record there could be but i've done
0: other things lay down little demos and stuff where if 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 i get it the first or second time great yeah, but if it has to go three or four on, a, on the easiest part of the whole thing, yeah, then it does, and that's the only time things get in my head. I don't diminishing I don't get, returns. I don't get nervous going to the microphone to speak. I don't get nervous opening up to sing, even if I don't have a voice. But recording it, yeah, because I have zero confidence there because I don't have a I don't have a front man recording voice. I just don't
1: or a man. <laughs> I'm kidding, John. <laughs> see now I'm doing it to you, John. You're you're important. very.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't have to have like constant affirmation or anything. I do want honesty. So, for example, before we started here, I'm under a, a, a very um, sensitive time uh, deadline right now for a project yeah. because it has to do with somebody's failing health, and so um, I'm really, really trying to work hard, but but not just crank things out. You know, I want them to be good and yeah. want to be sensitive. To how everybody feels about it. So I actually reached out. I'd finished a sample chapter and asked my agent, you know, to look at it. But I, every time I send that, I still struggle. I struggle because what I need to hear, I know maybe, hey, this doesn't work. Right. You
1: need the truth, but yeah. you also want the truth to be, don't change a hey, word. he did
0: pretty well. You know? yeah. And he, he made, he said he liked it and then made quite a few minor edits, just yeah. the word choice things that helped me do it. And I love that. If I know you like it and then you add edits, mm-hmm. I'm great. If I think you didn't give it a chance, you know, and I rarely ever just whiff. Like it's, I don't know, I whiffed one time. I remember I turned in a thing and there's a guy whose name I could name that you would know who's a really famous preacher. He's not in oh, our right. circles, but he's a really famous preacher in like the reformed circles. And um, they wanted me to write some samples to maybe do a book with him. He's, I think he still hasn't done a book.
1: It's a reformed circle. It's like, uh, <laughs> when, you know, my favorite part of the original Grinch... Is when they're all standing in a circle singing, and yeah. then he comes down with the sleigh to bring back all their presents, yeah. and then they the people who are holding hands open like a gate yeah. to let him in. That's a reformed circle. There you go. Anyway, go ahead.
0: There you go. Hiyo. Hey. You know. uh, and uh, I sent it, and the guy is from Europe and has an accent. Okay. And so I wrote. I went out he of the said, box. It's clap. <laughs> <laughs> you call this writing? Well, it was very like. Like i I went real meta, yeah, like I went like ooh what if what if a young minister and this advanced minister were sitting in a coffee shop and having a theological discussion, so like uh, I just took right. it like because they didn't really give me any boundaries, just was like just be creative, let's see what happens yeah. so I' just like, okay, you tell me to be creative, I might just go off the rails mm-hmm. and I did, and then I described his uh his accent yeah. in a real, like, metaphorical, flowery type, you uh-huh. know, like, like I don't know, like, butterflies coming out of his mouth or something. I don't know what it was. Like, oh I did, you know, gosh. but whatever it was, it was, like, real, like, I, <laughs> I used all the words, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And right. I put them in there and made this big, vivid thing, and they go, they, would, they go, hey, the one thing this guy, his pet peeve in life is people mentioning his accent. Because uh-huh. he lives in the United States. Like, he does not want, like, so... But that that would have been nice to know beforehand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But the deal was, I had focused so much on some. We didn't even try another one.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Living I, in the I south. Take it back.
0: We did send him a sample that I edited, and he actually liked it. Yeah. We still never did a book, but he liked it. He told me it was quote jolly good. That's oh. that never really happened. But the first one, that's no, a very and you thought and
1: when you read it, you read it in his accent.
0: It's surely good.
1: What do you? It is interesting. What do you think about women who are? Uh, attracted to an accent, like is Laura more like? Oh, James Bond. Does she like? Does she like the accent? Do you thing? know that
0: Laura truly? I bet acts. there's people
1: who are irritated by British accents out there. I've never met one. They seem more intelligent. There's something about it where you yeah. just go, you know what? Even if you're saying the stupidest thing,
0: yeah, it's like putting glasses on your voice. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you can have this conversation now.
1: No, I do. It's like uh, an ascot and glasses. Uh, for your voice,
0: it is. Yeah, you know what? I, I told you that I have the British man Siri on my phone. I don't have Siri the female. I because
1: you don't want to take directions from a female.
0: It has zero. Wow. No. This is zero very, to do with this that. Is very
1: revealing. It just seems interesting to me. So <laughs> Tom Papa has a bit about that about how like he doesn't respect the GPS and he knows it's because it's a woman's voice. <laughs> Jesus. He's like, she'd be like. Uh, Two kilometers, then turn left. He's like, you're adorable. I'm going to go straight.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: no, so that's your problem go ahead
0: no no like i just i really i really enjoy it so but here's the deal like when i call my mom it mm-hmm. will not recognize the word mom I think we've oh this so it's, it makes gesture it has to be mum mum so literally my mom is in my phone as mum and when <laughs> I, and I almost did it the other day when i go to speak into the speaker of the phone i have to speak in a british accent for it to make sense so it's kind of like this little funny thing i do in my life so mm-hmm. sadie will be riding with me all the time <laughs> I'm like, hey, Sadie, hey, uh, you want some fried chicken? I'm like, cool, mom. And you know, I go to push the button on my phone. <laughs> and I found myself, I was talking into a microphone or something like that, and I did it instinctively. I picked up the microphone I was like, hello, cool. And I was like, why am I speaking in a British accent right wow. now? Johnny, it's it's weird what this I do. This is wrong. But uh, you know what? I, I, just, I just do it. But yes, I, I, to, to your previous question, my wife... We don't do the whole celebrity crush. Well, thing. Well, no, I don't mean we that. We don't talk if, like, about the being whole attracted to all other that. people. No. Like we just don't. I don't get that. Like I don't think. People, I don't. I don't know. It's not like some.
1: You're her celebrity
0: crush, John. What acts, to tell she, I know this is going to be shocking to people. Yeah. But I think that my wife likes me better than all the other men in the world. Interesting. Yeah, and trust me, for the first like tw- you know what, fifteen years, I'm like, why I have all this low self-esteem, and I'm like, hey, maybe that's part of the miracle of marriage, and like. You know, God really did tie our hearts together. She mm. just well, she just likes me, and I'm okay. I used to like right. be falsely humble about that because I don't I don't look as nice as I, I get all that. She just loves me, and, yeah. and actually like isn't it great? This is adorable. <laughs> I wish she was here right now. I do too. will well, no, but uh, I think I think that British accents do can add depth. Do you remember, by the way, when I was in college, mm-hmm. like my junior or senior year, or maybe a sophomore? That I had that English class that I had to, we had to do um, Pygmalion, which is Pygmalion was a like rugby, name. right? No,
1: no. What is it?
0: Go long, go long. No, it was.
1: Uh, Can you make a?
0: <laughs> you're killing me here because you know I need to think it. You make a man out of a pig. Sorry, Pygmalion is the original name for My Fair Lady. Okay, that's what oh, okay. And My Fair Lady is the story. You know My Fair Lady. Yeah. Okay, so they take this woman who was you know, living on the streets or whatever, is very much in poverty, and sounds really, by the way, today, like absolutely a horrible premise yeah. that should be offensive or whatever, but anyway, and they, they teach her mm-hmm. how to speak correctly. Right. And, Civilize her. And- right. Right. And, and so it's all this, but I had to speak in a British accent to do the play in the mm-hmm. class, yeah. and... and I have a small one that's still really awful now, but no, back no. then I remember you working with me. On really? the Really, I accent, coached you because I was so terrified. Because I I don't mind speaking in front of people, but like <laughs> that I just can't do. And you always tell me like, John, it's awful. Like yeah. you don't like you have a really good one. No,
1: I'm not going to do it because I'm not. But it's okay. like, you can
0: distinguish though between Australian, Scottish, Irish, and English.
1: Yeah, or then like even there's like English like Cockney, like when you're from like. A, almost like a rural area, thing right. like a accent. It's very different. It's yeah. like yeah.
0: And you, and you have your Irish. That you always use use the same word. Which
1: right. Is, the key to an Irish accent is the word potatoes.
0: Show us potatoes. Yeah. You,
1: if you can say potatoes, and then it lends the other, you just say sentences with the word potatoes. Does the meal come
0: with potatoes? And then you just keep going with potatoes. There you go. And your Scottish, it always plays off of Mike Myers, usually because. <laughs> <laughs> and you would also say uh, Luke, like Luke. And yeah. so, once you look, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. then you, you used to you used to make me laugh so hard because this is all before you were a comedian. You're like, John, the key is you say instead of look, you say look. You're like, oh, look, look. And then you go, man. look, I am your father. Like, you always did no, that. And I would laugh. And I was like, God, Johnny's so funny. Man. He should be a comedian. And then I don't know if we have an Australian. No, I don't. You don't do Australian because that's, that's then out it is.
1: Yeah, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Right. Dumb You're Dumber. just doing whatever one's doing.
0: Yeah. Austria, eh? Anyway um I mean, I how did we get there How I do we don't, possibly don't,
1: there's no reason we were talking about this. that
0: and then this happened how just, do we get back to that
1: nobody's still listening to this
0: hey you were here last why. sunday by the way
1: i was and you got to preach and it's and very very rare
0: that i look it has it up been more see. rare it's been good it, it, oddly enough because i do preach a lot but it seems like it has been in perfect sync and mm-hmm. i'm actually questioning there may be a conspiracy here it's been perfectly synced that the yeah. weeks you happen to be here, I happen to not be preaching. And I think you need to let me know why you've been scheduling. You need
1: to sync up your preaching schedule with my
0: tour schedule. How about that? I don't. That way you're on the You off want days. me to take this entire community of faith followers, and you want me to change everything that should be for them for one guy. Um, hmm. First of all, community of faith followers needs work. Faith followers is Andrew's thing. I actually have never said it before that moment. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't say faithful. It's like his thing, but it's uh, no. Eventually,
1: it's going to be okay to say Christian again. I'm just be like, hey, we're Christians. I like now. Christian it's like nation. a. It's almost like a pejorative. Thing.
0: I do say. I do say. Well, actually, originally was a, a a pejorative thing. That's right in the in the book of Acts, they begin. To, actually, I don't think it was in Acts. They called them of the way. Then there was a place they called them Christians. Little, little
1: Christ. Little
0: Christ. But it was it was always meant to be derogatory. Yeah. You know, I read a thing. Um, I forget which Roman ruler was talking about. Was talking about them and and how it's just funny to hear what they were saying about this group of people, like how they get together and share and what they do, and you know, oh my goodness, how they love each other and love and love this one they've never met who supposedly has come back from the grave, and now they can't see him yet they trust him as if they can. Such an I, I'm a huge mm-hmm. believer in the testimony of the enemies. You know what your friends say about you mm. can it may be very true, uh, but what your enemy says about you you can extract so much truth from it. Yeah. So if your enemy says, you know what, man, you're just a pushover. I mean, you're always being nice to people who are not nice to you. And what you should do is stand up because you're a little wuss. Well, what you can extract from that if you're in a court of law, even is there's no doubt you're being nice to people. You know, there's there's evidence yeah. in there because your enemy wouldn't want to. He's not casting you in a positive light, right. so you can trust what
1: he's saying. It's a weird thing to say in a court of law about somebody, but.
0: but. <laughs> well, I was, yeah. I, Exhibit a, your honor. <laughs> I don't think i literally meant no i know what you i mean. crossed those two. no it's
1: true though yeah if somebody that doesn't even like you says something that has something that you could imbue positive yeah. something from it's that's more powerful do you power.
0: remember when you were here sunday what i talked about let's go there let's see if it really made a difference you were here i talked about something go and you told me i did a good job so we're gonna see if you really meant that or not wow I, it was so good. <laughs> I
1: remember that, buddy. That thing. Uh, you yeah, have no clue, there uh, was, it. I do. I remember. One word. Oh, it was only
0: one word? One word title. That was the key? It was, it was a standalone. <laughs> Farfignugan. <laughs> 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 Give
1: me a hint and I'll remember. I'll get, I'll get. <laughs> What's the first letter?
0: You're picking up your phone to go to the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not going um, to the podcast. I'm going to go to the live stream.
1: G. It Jesus.
0: It's, it's G. G- G- <laughs> it's a it's a hard G. G-, <sighs> G- <sighs> it's got an R in there. Gra. This <laughs> 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 that started out live. You know who do we fight in World War Two? <laughs> the nah, The nah, the, nah. <laughs> the Nazis. I was gonna say Nazis. Tony oh gratitude. Gratitude. Oh my gosh, man. In
1: our attitude.
0: I didn't say that at oh, all. Oh, no,
1: but you should. Why
0: not? That would have run. that's like an old school. You know what? I program. remembered
1: it if you'd done that. You would not A little have. more gratitude. You're, Rhyming and
0: alliteration, it's all a farce. You're none, out. Of it, none of it causes people to remember things. Your
1: altitude is determined by your attitude. That's
0: been done so many times. Dude, John Maxwell. you had
1: gratitude, you could have gr- altitude.
0: Groutitude. That stuff. John Maxwell was doing attitude, altitude, like back before, while well, you were still in diapers when you were No, like that's 10. like Winston
1: Churchill, probably. Well, yeah. I Maxwell I, stole I'm it. I'm not saying he was original. Maxwell, I'm calling you out. And we want you to come on this podcast. In a court of law, I'm going to say you're a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> and furthermore, you're a wuss. Can you read that last part back to me? It says wuss. Can you spell it for me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but no, that's good. Gratitude, I remember now.
0: Jeez, Johnny. I remember. I I wish I was making a difference in the world. I remember. (laughs) I was deeply
1: moved. (laughs) And then it just wore off. (laughs) These things happen, John. You know, it's like a henna tattoo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is it? Like it's indelible, sort of. Right. Like I need it. Cause a rash. That's why you need church. You go back every six days or whatever because you're like, wow. Hey, look. My gratitude's worn off. <laughs> I need a touch-up. And then the guy's like, all right. You know, you can just get this permanent. You're like, I'm good. Because um, you're not quite sure. Right. You're not sure if it's going to take you. <sighs> Man. You feel really disappointed in me.
0: No, not at all. I'll put you on the spot. That's the same thing as people. I wasn't
1: looking at my phone, though. It wasn't like I was like not listening.
0: People coming up people coming up to me. We talk about this in staff meeting this week. I really am trying hard to remember people's names when I first meet them. It's like hard. I'm really, really working on it, and I really feel like I know this sounds pseudo spiritual, but I do feel like that like God's given me some assistance. Like He's helped me be a little more present. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. What's crazy is if I meet you and then I find out where you're from, what you do, I can remember all of that. Yeah, I can. Say, I can. Man, they were from Pennsylvania. He worked in a in a steel factory. I don't know. This is not the normal kind of visitors that come. We were in a court of law, and all, all these things. But but I just can't recall the name usually. Yeah. So and I, so anyway. But when somebody walks up to you who's been here for a long time, yeah. and says to you, you don't know my name, do you? Oh man, it's tough. I'm going to tell you something. I, I told the staff, I said, in that in that situation, like if we talk nicely yeah. all the time and you suspected it on your name and you have the gall to walk up and say, you don't know me, do you? You don't know what my name is. That's tough. I, I would be tempted to say, I'm not sure this is the church you should be at. Like, I mean, seriously, if you want to embarrass me or call me out on that, if you want to say, yeah. hey, listen, I have a feeling that maybe you don't remember my name and that's cool, I'm going to tell you. But if you want to like judge Make me. Make it a contest. Like I meet... Hundreds of people, yeah, and they all know my name because I'm the, my name's on the screen. You know, wow, today this is really arrogant. No, it's not. I'm just but painting. if I happen to forget one, it, yeah. and I need to maybe apologize for that. But but I, but holding your feet to the fire, and yeah. It's I, tough. I don't, I don't. You know. Do
1: you remember this? Do you? You know what I'm thinking of? Do you remember this situation? when We were at church and we'd been there for a year. <laughs> yes. And. On the worship team, oh, no! there was a girl, that played, a girl that played piano.
0: This makes my heart hurt, like just remembering this moment. And
1: uh, it was her birthday.
0: Oh my gosh, it was a practice.
1: And we were going to sing Happy Birthday to her.
0: And we did this big, like, operatic...
1: It's a big group of us. Yeah,
0: there's probably 20 people there. I want to say it
1: was in the youth thing. No, nah, because... we were on the main stage. Were we? Yeah. Okay, so we're singing... Mm-hmm. And John and I would do it because we do harmony together. So he'd play, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. And he looks, John looks at me like, I'll follow <laughs> you because you'll know her name. I'm waiting on John because he'll know her name.
0: And <laughs> we just stopped. And we, huh? happy birthday, dear.
1: We didn't even go to God bless you. <laughs> we couldn't even, that's that's your Boy, out, that right? That is
0: a cheesy thing. <laughs> it is. And we stared at each other for about.
1: And she was like, you don't know my
0: name.
1: <laughs> How long have we been going there? It wasn't a year. Maybe it wasn't oh, a year. I don't know, man. But you remember her name? No. You still don't remember it? Her name is Angel
0: oh gosh i'm sorry so, angel angel Angel, you could call me out on it
1: if we were out if we're if if you're still out there angel we're so sorry listen i felt like a heel it still oh, makes I me kind of yeah. like cringe no because i want to know
0: that's that's my point of the other thing like don't right. come call me out. i want to know yeah. i want to try it's just so many so don't things don't condemn me for it but
1: like paul Reiser, comedian paul riser he used to have a bit about that about how you can only hold so much information in your head so like it once you get full Everything you get in is going to knock something else out. So, like, if you give me a new phone number, I now forgot my social security number. Like, you can't. <laughs> right. That's just how it works. Yep. And so I think that's what happened. We just had too many names, and then we didn't remember the name of a person who was uh, on our worship we team. We were on the worship team with her.
0: And there is that moment, though, you pass that you know you should know, and now it's, it's embarrassing to ask. Yeah,
1: it's... uh, It's, it's like, oh, well,
0: we've been talking to each other now and smiling and saying nice things, you know. But that's when you got to do the due diligence to go find out elsewhere.
1: Or you introduce that person Mm -hmm. to somebody else and do the whole like, well, this is George. And then, and, and then George is like, you are. And then you listen and you
0: see, I've seen people, I've tried those tricks and, and they know what I'm doing sometimes. And they're like, yo, who, who who am I, John? Tell them, Oh, uh, you know, like I'm telling you, man, this is nightmares about these things.
1: Trying to track, trap you. I'm sorry that that happens. And, and. I forget, that happens to me a lot where I'll forget a thing and I'll, you know, or I'll meet somebody or I'll go back to the same church, you know, 18 months later. It's like, man, these people have hired me twice and I really need to make sure I I find the guy. Right. You know, when he, when I walk in and that guy's there, I'm supposed to recognize him now. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. So sometimes I'll go to like their Facebook page the week before and be like, all right, he's got glasses. He's,
0: that's the hardest thing for me is, is being out in the community and there's kids who came through youth group. Right. We had thousands that came through, mm-hmm. you know, a pretty large youth group. But over those, what, almost 10 years, I mean, my gosh, you do a special night, you know, you may, hundreds of kids that walk in, you kind of, they might stay for a year, they might stay for a couple weeks. And again, they, and I'll see someone I know, like, oh, and they'll man. remember you. Yes, and I'm like, oh man, I know.
1: But you have the thing of like, they look different. They're older now. Well, but they
0: don't know that. that that's what I always they do like, Hey, you know, last time I saw you, you had like a shaved head and a and a purple nose ring. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like you know, what
1: kind of youth group are you <laughs> running? Right? I mean,
0: people change a lot between 13 and 23. Yeah, you know, true. and so, I remember
1: when I went through my shaved head, purple oh, nose my ring goodness, phase. My we, mom was furious.
0: <laughs> you made it cool, though. Um, I did. But, no, I, it is a – everybody Everybody changes, you know, in, in, in a different way when they are going through that. And, and I guess – but that's the thing, though. I've changed, too. I've lost my hair somewhat. Well, I took it off on purpose. Lost it. I won. I did bro. you? I
1: won my hair. I don't know. The battle. I think it's like um, – yeah. In the same way that Custer won.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the deal is I don't have to worry about it anymore. So that's yeah. good. I, I will say – from Sunday oh, yeah. something that's been helping me. Okay. And it goes along with this because with the gratitude, I did a lot of Brene Brown quotes because she, I mean, she has her stuff on gratitude and community is just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, they're not Christian books, you know, um, but just, just full of basically that being grateful is scientifically. And we know this is also biblically true that psychologists and psychiatrists have researched that like the, the key to the people who are most fulfilled in life mm-hmm. you know most content it generally the people who are the most grateful and often the people who have suffered the most yeah. are the most grateful so like there's this again it's that reverse logic of spiritual reality that most of the way that you live your life you know and in, in how that you desire things physically the best is going to be the opposite reality of the spirit that the spirit leads you to a different way. So it's better to give than to receive. That's counterintuitive. That's not how we feel. And yeah. yet, when you do it, it it's true. You know, um, you, you receive, 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 and you're never content. And you give, and wow, there's a great feeling that you you know that you have there. So same kind of thing. Somehow, the most grateful people, regardless of their circumstances, are the people most fulfilled in this life. And the two points I really said, how do you get there? Okay, you know that. That's like stepping on a scale and realizing you need to lose 50 pounds. You know, that doesn't make the next day easier. It just right. means you kind of know where you need to move. And I really believe the two things in our family we're working on is being present and being prayerful. Those are alliterated. You mm-hmm. could have remembered those. They it's didn't
1: rhyme. I remember the present part, okay. the prayerful part. Yeah. I did not remember the G word, and I apologize. It's okay. It's just – I remember the
0: attitude and the gratitude. <laughs> Altitude. But that, man, that present thing is the hardest, Mm -hmm. the hardest thing for me. I just like to actually be in this moment. You and I, all those, I just remember in the band, always scrapping to get ahead, always having, and I I think we're still there. We're both still working. We're waiting on
1: a moment, one, you know, dare to be great moment that will change the direction or the whatever.
0: Always an email or a phone call that you're waiting on. Yeah. Uh, because you've always submitted something or, or have a, a hook in the water kind of yeah. thing and you still have to live there like i still you're you're got you're pursuing bookings i'm pursuing it's writing. part of it
1: but the living in the in-betweens is i'm finding way more peace there now oh, than yeah. i ever have is because you just realize that's where the magic is that's where it's real that's where everything happens you know even last night i was with my wife and you know our plans weren't that wasn't what our original plan for that night was. And yeah. we definitely didn't plan to be at Cheesecake Factory for two hours. But it's like we're together and we're laughing about it. Yeah. And it's a funny story. And we were together. And it's like that wasn't the plan, but that's that's that in between moment that makes you a stronger couple. It's that weird thing that it does. It's like a glue. You know? well, your best adventures are rarely planned. Right.
0: Or you you know that's what makes them so great. Isn't it unexpected? And that's yeah, And I light.
1: stiffed the guy, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like I got I made a complaint to the manager and I got him fired but that's part of the adventure. Run. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I tipped him. Well, adventure. I tip everybody. Well, I'd never stiff anybody. I yeah, just I feel bad either. about it. It know. would not matter if I got the wrong food. I ordered steak and got lime jello. I just feel like I can't, I can't bring myself. If I know somebody's making, you know, two seventy five or whatever an hour plus tips. It's like, all right.
0: Right. It, it, I, I try to remember that it, it's kind of like with children when it, when a kid is dealing with some sort of <clears throat> emotional or, yeah. um, cognitive issue that causes them to not be able to hear the thing you need to tell them so that they can improve in that emotional and cognitive issue then you yeah. have to recognize that the, the problem is blocking the solution right and that may feel frustrating to you but you can if they can't listen well then what's the point of yelling at them <laughs> you need to find another way and that that's easy to remember but the frustration of it is is high but now that being you're right man the the um, the moments you don't, it's like destined thing again. I can't, you can't reproduce that cruise, that first cruise or that whatever, even, but I, I yeah. live as if I can, I've, I know yeah. I can't, but I live as if emotionally I can't, that I'm going to, that this next phone. And in fact, that's in my, I have a, I have a thing in my one note called daily declarations. I don't necessarily say them out loud every day or whatever, but I try to read them. They're things I want to remind myself of. They're almost like new liturgy for me. Yeah, uh, that remind me in one of them, in fact, I'll just probably best to read it because I'll mess it up.
1: We did liturgy uh, at the end of the service. I we remember did, that.
0: Yeah, I did a I did a prayer at the end that we responded to it was out of the book of common prayer. Um, Things like uh, I must be diligent or work hard to enter the rest of Jesus today. Because that's what it means to abide there. Like it's going to take hard work for me to rest. That's what scripture says, be diligent and to rest. So in order for me to change my mindset, I have to work hard to rest. And that – it's not just going to happen. Yeah. Like I got to – I have to return in, in those things. I'm not the sum of my faults and failures. There's more to my being than my failures and my constant need for improvement in so many areas. Like I can't sum myself up with what I lack. And then also, I'm not the sum of my gifts and my abilities. There is more to my being than what I am good at, even when others praise such things in me, meaning they just want to you know, go on that. I'm not the sum of my work or my successes. There is much more to my being and my legacy in this life than what I accomplish through my daily work and my pursuit of important projects. And then this is the big one for me. Nothing other than Christ and real life with his people will leave me complete and fulfilled today. There is no email, phone call, check in the mail, debt paid off, growth of my church, or stellar news that may come today that will render me any less or more dependent upon Christ for everything. Every breath, every heartbeat, every moment with family, every moment of change in mine and others' lives, everything. If I fail or if I succeed, I am dependent upon Christ exactly the same so I can be grateful in all things. If good or bad news comes, they are both merely additions to the whole because I'm already whole in Christ and his church without them. Like, I know that I get that, but there's something about revisiting that I think is so key. I think that's what liturgy is about. I think that that's really what daily walking with with the church is supposed to be about. It's a a reminder because you don't put on the armor every day. You don't wake up in your armor. You got to put it on, you
1: know. I remember one time I was, uh, I've got a friend who's writing a book, uh, or t- working on an idea for a book about people who start charities and it's about giving back. And he wants to do these series of interviews and he's trying to figure out if it can mm-hmm. be like a podcast or a TV show or something like where he gets them to talk about what they do and what their aha moment was when they realized this is what I want to do. And this is the population I want to serve, yeah. whatever that, whatever that is. And I told him about, I told him a story. I was, I had lunch with him yesterday and I was telling him a story about, uh, Our friend Chuck Lester, he used to go to this church in Knoxville, Knoxville Christian Center. They do all the big concerts. And so one time they had this big CCM artist of the day, big bunch of hits in the 90s. I won't say who it was because it doesn't matter. But they were just kind of in the middle of their biggest successful period, and they were doing a solo show at at this church. You know, seven to 800 people were there. And he said he was just kind of phoning it in. Well, at that church, their pastor would do this thing in the middle of their shows if they booked a concert there where he would come on stage and like interview you. Yeah. And like, what, tell me about your relationship with God. What's it been like traveling? What is, what is God showing you right now? And all these really like touchy feely, spiritual questions Probable questions. Right. Yeah. And so he said the concert was like, really, you could tell it's real paint by the numbers. Like, all right, this is, this is Knoxville, tomorrow's Toledo, whatever. Yeah. Let's just get through it. And then he didn't know that that was, he kind of got blindsided by that interview. Huh. But when he started talking about this artist, started talking about the things that God had done for him and his salvation experience or whatever, it reminded him of it. And he said, like, the second half was totally different. Wow. It was like just saying those things out loud, like you said. It just, like, it made it real again to him. And so, I don't know. As much we, as we talk about it being, you know, the daily affirmations being psycho babble, but I think there is a spiritual grounded reason to do it. Liturgy, well, I mean, it has a place.
0: You know it works in your family and your marriage. Yeah. I mean, we know that we love our wives. Yeah. Does it mean that we don't need to tell them? I and mean, it doesn't mean it doesn't deepen right. that love for both of us when we do express it yet again. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I do marriage conferences with this guy named Ted Low, and he has this part of his show where he talks about tell, you know, tell your spouse that they're attractive to you. And he, she says, he goes, "Wives, just tell us that we're doing a good job." He, he says, "We're so stupid, we'll believe it. Don't don't worry about." It. You know, she says, he goes. He goes. Or Urban Meyer is, you know, because we were in Ohio doing this one show. He says Urban Meyer is the, such winning this coach of blah blah blah.
0: Right.
1: He says, you know how he motivates. He goes, you know, how he goes in and motivates those players day in day out to give everything for him. He gives them stickers and he shows a helmet of Ohio State <laughs> with these stickers because they Buckeye. get these for yeah. individual you know, yeah, recognition. They get little Buckeyes uh, on their. It's like a. Is it a Buckeyes a leaf? Some kind of leaf, I think, on one of the yeah. helmets. But anyway, it's like this is their reward and it's like and it works. Because those affirmations work. It's even though it's like he could just do it. It could just be him manipulating behind the scenes, but it's like we don't think to do that in our marriage it's like, look, I told her I loved her. Yeah. And if I change my mind, I'll let her know. It's like, no, we gotta keep saying yeah. these things.
0: And and again it, there's a whole book about it called The Gospel Primer or Primer, depending on if you're A primer? Yeah. Lots of people say primer. Um I think it's sort of a British thing. But It was actually a friend who works with Keith and Kristen Getty, works for their company. We were having lunch, and he – I bought them for the staff now. The church bought them for the staff. It's a little book, and it is – the premise is that, that that's really – if you read all of Paul's writings, Mm -hmm. that was what he did. He even says, I want – I look forward to preaching the gospel to those of you who have believed it's like, well, why would you want to retell yeah. something they already know to people who already know it and believe it? Yeah. And his point was, in every one of his letters, he would rehearse or retell the gospel as he's writing it. And it would obviously, he would stop and break out into praise in his writing. Yeah. Thanks be to God for his glorious gift or whatever. And then it would lead him to what to do with it. So now in Ephesians 1 through 2, when I totally rehearse the whole gospel, he now feels ready to say, in three and four, here's how you live in community. Here's how you give abundantly and generously. Here's how you, yeah. you know, here's how you can do all things in Philippians through Christ. But we always jump to three and four, and we don't rehearse the gospel in the first half. So we go put Philippians four thirteen on our soccer bag, yeah. and and miss the fact that actually that was all that was a conclusion of a much yeah. a much deeper thing. I mean, guys, if you play soccer and you put it on your bag, it's fine. But you know the the. Yeah. But there's so much about the gospel that, and, and, and the biggest thing for me that I rehearse that gets me is I have to remind myself it's in that book, and it's my words for it. I'm reminded that scripturally, I do not contribute one iota to my salvation. Right. I have no contribution to give. I, I have things to do that are good works, and all those things they all come after. But if, and, and that's challenging to me. If you went and tell some – if you told a lot of Christians today, listen, did you know no matter how good you are today, you're not contributing one iota to mm-hmm. salvation, to heaven, to God's feelings for you? What? Are you saying what we do doesn't matter? And I always say, well, when you start asking those questions, you're finally asking the questions that Paul asked. But until you have a gospel radical enough that causes someone to, to cry foul and, and say, you must be telling people they can do whatever they want to do, then you may not have – yeah. The, the same gospel, at least that Paul did, that was radical enough to cause those of us who are Pharisees to start shifting uncomfortably in our chairs a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, I, I do think it's important to to have those daily rehearsals and to remind yourself you know, um, of what is true because I think it continually – it continues to make change in your life instead of it just being a one-time thing. And you're right. The critics will be like, "Well, that's just psycho babble." You do it everywhere else in life. It's not if it works in psychology. There's a reason it does because psychology, all truth that exists inside of it, is God's truth. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to even believe in Him. You have to believe that God made air in order to breathe it to survive.
1: Liturgy, bro. That's where it's at. Come on, man.
0: You got to have liturgy if you don't want lethargy. Oh my gosh! I'll preach. Well, what do we see? So you've done altitude and attitude. Liturgy and lethargy. You need a third. You got dirt. to <laughs> you gotta round it off, man. You can't yeah. leave it hanging like that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Oh, what was the one that they used to say? Oh, you know what I thought of? What? This is great. I'm not going to say his name, yeah. but there was an like straight-up old-school Church of God Pentecostal right. evangelist that used yeah. to come to that same church we were talking about where we forgot her name. And I won't say his name, but... Remember the time he was preaching and he had that real, that real Southern delivery (laughs) and the old scriptures get kind of mixed up in people's minds. You all know how it says in the Bible that, that we are, we're above and not beneath. I'm the head
1: and the tail. I'm the, whatever you, he's the head and we're the, and then we were like, he said,
0: he's the head. And somebody yelled out. Where's the tail? Because the Bible says, the head and not the, the tail. tail." But it's yeah. like the it was like power of suggestion. And then he <laughs> and, and then when he that person, the crowd said, "Tail." He said, "Go, Johnny.
1: You may be his tail, but I'm his body." <laughs> <laughs> it was like he didn't miss a beat. It
0: was. Amazing. You may be his. I tail. think he planted that guy. You may be his tail, but I'm his body. He
1: planted the guy to
0: shout out tail. Yeah gosh, gosh and it worked, bro. here we are 20 years later still talking about the tail the head and the body oh my goodness <laughs> and guys isn't that just like our lord <sighs> wait no, no. Sorry. that was good. too too sharp of a religious <laughs> turn so I love that guys we do appreciate you listening it was fun today uh, good to catch up you're heading out to Oregon tomorrow Oregon and um, I might be heading to Atlanta next week I'm not sure I might right. have to go for a day but the roads, brother. You know, everybody's doing their thing getting ready for Christmas our, our decorations are up. Feels good. I don't have anything up. Okay, But good. we'll get
1: it up before Christmas we'll get the tree Day. up before because we're having the family in. Yeah, uh, my oh. brother and his, and my niece. You're hosting here this year. My two nieces come in. We're not hosting. We're hosting like, do they come and stay with us like the 26th or the 28th? Gotcha. So they'll come stay with us and we usually try to decorate them because it's for the kids. Do so you decorate after Christmas for the kids? Wow. I'll put it up around Christmas time, but we're yeah. just not...
0: The dogs will come over and pull oh, all the oh, ornaments gosh. off. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Such a Scrooge. Well, Man. anyway, I hope you have a merry Thank holiday you, season, John. Johnny. I'm sure we'll be uh, back next week and send us your questions, your comments, things you want to talk about, concerns, and uh, yeah, things that we messed up. You yeah, know, you to tell us. We know they'll send that. You know, we'd love to hear all about it. We love that stuff. So, anyway, we'd have a good time. I look forward to talking to you next week on Talking About America.